Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Okay, on three, what's your favorite animated series of all time? No take backs, oh, no cheating. One, yeah. two, three. The Flintstones. Oh. <laughs> hey, do you know uh, how many square feet do you think are in uh, Fred Flintstone's house? Is it like four? <laughs> Maybe if Barney's over. You want to talk about tiny Why are they house, square? Tiny house Why living. are they square? Because he runs the car with his feet? He has square feet. You ever look at oh, his feet? No, feet? I've never looked at his feet. They're I squares. Was... He has no curvature to those fucking feet. <laughs> How many square feet in Minecraft? I feel like they have, like Minecraft guys have yeah, square feet. Yeah. Does SpongeBob have square feet? I feel like you can do this joke with a more common square footed character. I thought everybody knew Fred Flintstone had square feet. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios. I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios. I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. And we are dumb. This is the last by Reem Patrick and old Wrenchy here. Ah, Jesus, that guy went off on our Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah we had people coming in from out of nowhere to be yeah, like, who the li- fuck is liking I like, that? I who? like old Wrenchy. I we're gonna start we're gonna have to start a Wrenchy burner account unless oh yeah one of our you know he's listeners always, that has absolutely nothing to do wants to, you know. Yeah, he's always like, I don't like all this woke media. <laughs> Wrenchy's go a woke, bad guy. Go broke. Yeah. No one's gonna tell me which doctor I can seuss. <laughs> The only um, doctor that the only doctor they listened to this entire fucking pandemic was Seuss. Yeah, you know why he got canceled? Do you remember that? Yeah, because he He's said like, it should be God your damn. choice if you take the vaccine and not your jobs. Yeah, <sighs> brother dog, how brother are you? Dog, peanut well, butter, pe- peanut butter. Let me tell you, peanut butter. First time I got a peanut butter on Twitter from Mike Haas, I was like, what the fuck is he talking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a thing now. We've done it. Three I know. Episodes that, now it's a thing. Yeah. Hamsters go to heaven. Peanut, peanut butter. Um, That's it. 500 episodes. We have I think two. it's hamsters don't go to heaven. <laughs> I can't keep up. With I think we were very clear, peanut butter, that hamsters don't go to heaven. Oh, <laughs> Um, I do remember that's from the RoboCop episode, which is so funny because yeah. it's like, why, why was that episode so good? I don't know. Why, why the they RoboCop? We're why talking about. They... Come on, we were excited. It's fucking RoboCop, you know. It is. That's one of those. Robo-Cop. Yeah, it's one of those where we do our fucking homework. Yeah, like today. Uh, <laughs> how are you, man? What have you been up to? I saw you did oh. a big show. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, haven't done fucking shit for stand up in a while, and then got asked. Uh, headline a show that's fun and yeah you bomb yeah good trial by fire no i did pretty good pretty good, good. yeah did uh did a good half hour ain't done uh mm. like that in a minute so uh and i haven't done much shit anyways in the last month just yeah. either been really busy with shit 
Yeah. Or really lazy with sure. no shit. Yeah. You know, well, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. End of the so, year, start uh, of a new one. Yeah. Uh, drove up to Cedar Rapids with a really cool food brewery. Uh, apparently, Thu? they got a Thu, T-H-E-W. Thu. Thu brew. Thu. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, venue was cool. Owner was awesome. Uh, yeah. They got an open mic there on Tuesdays if you're in the Cedar Rapids area, but uh, really good damn time. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Yeah. It made money again. It's so weird. I love it. I love some yeah. money. And people are like, you can come over here and make some money. And it's like, brother, I've been doing comedy for no money for so long. Yeah. Like I started in Iowa when there was zero money. Yeah. Then you moved to New not, York. Not yeah. And then I moved to New York and it's like no money. Super zero money. You, um, get, you get 10 bucks. That's what's weird about York comedy. Show, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. It's like the most from back when I used to tour all the time. Uh, the most the people who made the most money doing comedy were the ones in like the smallest scenes that didn't like. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest. Com- I don't even remember his name, but like he was good. He was a great comic. Nice, funny, booked a lot of shows. But he had like a, made a living at stand up and he lived in like Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. You know, you um, do one niners at bars. Yeah. All but, across uh, the great friend, country friend of the show real sicko david piccolomini during the whole time during the pandemic he's been doing tours and he's been safe about it you know who knows he doesn't wrap yeah. his cock up i can't imagine he's wearing a mask uh but he he's was doing these like bar tours these brew tours and he has made a killing the last year you know well we've always known that's where the fucking money is anyways yeah i would love it fucking... remember when we were doing those shows right before the world ended I do. Those were fun. We, uh, I have a fun uh, archived Instagram story of me, you, oh, and Gideon doing fun. the alphabet story from uh, the alphabet game. Oh, yeah. That's a fun uh, one. Yeah. 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 Where you're on a road trip and then yeah. you have to like do everybody like alphabets and then you do movies and yeah. you go alligator. You yeah. Alligator bear, alligator yeah. bear cat, alligator bear cat dog, alligator bear cat yeah. dog. And elephant. It's just so funny how your brain works with that game too. Mm-hmm. At, as you're going, it's just like that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you're like, it's fun. Fucking yeah. It's a we good kept game. saying a hole. I remember we kept saying a hole on that road trip, like making yeah. jokes about holes. Yeah. And bridges. Uh, yeah. And bridges. You guys, you, like, love bridges. You, guys like to bri- you guys like to rib me about my bridge love. Yeah. Rib your bridge. <laughs> Rip your bridge or it gets backed up and you get blue balls. But no, it was a good time. Uh, had That's a Casey's great. tenderloin. Fun. Had some Quick Star coffee. Quick Star. Now, I'm not familiar with Quick Star. What's oh, that yeah. gas station chain? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, you haven't been keeping up on the Iowa gas station drama. No. Now, check this out. Apparently, I've heard this from multiple sources, too. But apparently, Casey's kind of like in the last decade or so, stepped outside of their realm a little bit like there was always a mutual agreement between casey's the well-known iowa yeah gas station chain and quickstar out of minnesota that yeah. they wouldn't like cross into each other's territory yeah. you know but casey's i'm guessing with their new logo you know they're they've got a brash attitude with it they fucking crossed a little bit too far into minnesota and that that ended the truce. So then, Damn. so then, Quick Start. Yeah, they're all over. Now, here's and, something uh, I do know about Quick Start. So, uh, from back in my gas station days, I do know yeah. a little bit of uh-huh. this lore. Um, Quick Start. Did was you a, say slore? Lore. Oh, 
Lore. You know, like Data's brother on Star Trek The Next Generation. Ah, yeah. Uh, here's what I do know. Okay, so here's the history that I do that I know. Quick Star in Minnesota and Wisconsin was originally Quick Trip, spelled K-W-I-K, Trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then been... the Quick Trip in Oklahoma started. That's the Quick Trip we all know with the great slushies. Um, and so that's when they started really forming the Quick Star brand and started becoming now, a lot I of heard stars. that Quick Trip and uh, that QT yeah. actually started six years prior to Quick Star uh, on Twitter recently. It was like 1968 to 1974. Uh, that could be true. Quick I'm Trip not, versus Quick Trip. I honestly don't know which one came first. I just know that Quick Trip with a K started yeah. doing Quick Star to be to, to make sure there was differences. And then here's what's interesting. Yeah, they maybe started and then, yeah. you know, nobody figured their Quick Star would rise that high. No, no. <laughs> Uh, hey, shoot for the quick moon, because if you miss, you'll uh -huh. land in the quick stars. Uh, and then here's an interesting thing, too, that I think is kind of crazy. Do you remember, and you would know this from Des Moines. Uh, okay, you know what come and goes looked like, right? Yeah. And you know what quick trips looked like, right? Oh, yeah. And then do you remember when all the come and goes started looking like quick trips? Yes. Okay. So what happened was come and go, like, basically recruited and stole the team who designed the quick trips, like they, they lured yeah. them in with money and then started building their own. Yeah. And then I don't know if this is true. Cause I have, this was after I was out of the business, but I heard that one of them then went to Casey's and that's why Casey started getting the bigger yeah. central location, central thing back in the day when Casey, when every Casey's in America looked exactly the same. I loved that. Oh yeah. Other than when you had to really take a piss. Oh yeah. And you have to go back to that. It's either the bathroom right behind the counter that yeah. you got to walk through there, or it's the bathroom in the back that's never been cleaned the once. Two, the two of them. I saw a great tweet. The, the men's and the women's. There's and a, uh, I don't yeah. give a shit if that men's is locked and there ain't no line. Yeah. I'm going in the women's. Because mm -hmm. you're a feminist. Yeah. And I got to piss. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, I just think that's interesting that quick start. And I love the idea that cases the truth because I think I come and go and quick trip also have a truce or had a truce for a long time. Yeah. Where like one of them wasn't going to go into another city. Remember uh quick shop or coastal. Okay. So there's quick shop. They're way gone. They're well, dead in my hometown. There's a quick shop. Okay. And still to this day and my whole life, quick shop was like the, yeah. Quick shop was like the only place, but I never knew if it was a chain or if it was just there. Yeah. It was a chain. You're saying. No, I was like saying, yeah, because like, you're talking and, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I was curious. Do you know? So Quick Shop was a chain? The ones that I remember in Des Moines, there were a handful of Quick Shops okay. around. Okay, so then, yeah, yeah. It, I'm seeing it here now. It was a chain. But yeah, the one in my hometown. I remember that playing was... a lot of Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter Same at thing. Quick Shop. The Quick Shop in Glenwood, which was like the best gas station because back in the day, the Casey's was fine, but the quick shop was a good gas station. Casey's weren't closer. everywhere back in the no. day. Yeah. Back in the, and I know a lot of our Michigan and Ohio correspondents are fucking loving this talk right now, but, uh, this is all I want to do. Yeah. Casey's they like, they built their empire out of being like the one gas station in highway towns. Yes. Yeah. They, and in, and in like podunk little towns. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they would get the gas from people driving through, but then they would sell their pizzas. Mm -hmm. You know, the pizza is have, what revolutionized yeah. them. They used to have good French bread. They don't do that anymore. They used yeah, you're to do, right. Yeah. But, when, uh, you know, some things don't sell, you know, the, they get, they've gotten rid of a lot of things. I used to like their sausage sandwich. They would take all the sausage from the pizza. 
Yeah. Put it on a fucking piece of bread and it would be like fucking room temperature by the time I bought it. Yeah. And then all the cheese that melted off of the side yeah. would get into those grooves of the plastic. Yeah. So you would get this like new molded cheese. I'm getting really pretty excited just talking about it right now. Uh, quick, uh, in my hometown, the Casey's, yeah, the Casey's in Glenwood, the Casey's in Tabor, and the Casey's in Malvern all have the exact same layout. Yeah. Um, and we would go there a lot, but the quick shop was near my grandma's house, so I'd walk to it all the time. And it was also on the way to our middle school, so I'd stop around our I, high school. Yeah. It was quick shop. And every time I go back home, I go to the quick shop at least once or twice. There's a, a jackknife sticker hanging up there what, and a nostalgic front sticker. What and would then, be but, your go to uh, back in the day? And yeah. this is before they had, and, and we're just talking straight up microwavable stuff. Yeah. What would be, what would be your go-to uh, meal, rounded out meal you would get at a fat, uh, at, at any, a gas station? At any gas station. Yep. To this day, my yeah, absolute and, favorite. And, no, and like I'm saying, you can't have something that's already hot for you. Got it. You know? Got we're, it. We're talking like a big ass chicken sandwich. <laughs> big ass is, yeah, I've eaten a lot of, you know what I, my favorite is. Yeah, because this- they eat ass. Back in my day, we eat big ass. Big ass. Oh, that's a tweet. And then post the image of the big ass from the gas station. Yeah. Uh, kids today eat eat ass at the gas station. We used to eat big ass at the gas station. Um, my favorite always was I love. I mean, obviously, we're gonna take the whole vegetarian out of it. Yeah, I loved a what do they call them? What's the term? The they're not a hamburger, but that's what they would pretend they were. There was a term for it, and, oh, and you would, you and you microwave it. Slider? It's like a, no, it's like a gas station hamburger. It's called. It's got a, okay. a word. Charbroil. A charbroil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Charbroil. I loved a charbroil that was like in the package and you yeah. microwave it in the uh-huh. bag and it would balloon up. Yep. And I and I loved those when I was a kid. A, mar- a, a charbroil with a little bit of ketchup on it was like we were going to the sale barn. We're driving uh-huh. to Sutherland's. We're going to yeah, Menards. Yeah. That's what my dad and I would stop and get in the car. Then when I got into like when I worked at Come and Go, they have the same thing. It's a chicken patty with cheese, a slice of cheese on it. And you put some hot sauce on it. And that oh, yeah. became my favorite meal when I started working at come and go and was, is still to this day, like, cause of the fake chicken patties. I still eat that meal every like three times a week, a, a bun with a fake chicken patty, a slice of cheese oh, yeah. and some hot sauce on the bottom. Oh yeah. One of my favorite things of all time. Uh-huh. What, what was your gas station? You get a big ass. I also love the well, rib, but they didn't always, you couldn't always count on the rib. Oh yeah, totally. Well, for starters, I don't even know if you remember this, but, Back in uh back in the day, around the two thousand, yeah, Quick Trip used to have just like a large assortment of like quick Quick Trip local fucking uh, microwavable sandwiches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there was a twin chili dog, there oh, was yeah. a uh, chicken fried beef with spicy cheese, there was a jalapeno burger and a regular burger, mm-hmm. there was a teriyaki chicken with provolone cheese on an onion bagel, like. Now, let me ask you, are those in a plastic bag in the fridge or are those like on a warmer in the front? Nope. They were all in a plastic bag. They were the type of things that you would plan ahead Mm -hmm. uh, a night drinking. Yeah. And then you'd buy like three of them to like toss in the fridge when you get, you know know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, allegedly this didn't happen, but I know a guy who worked at a gas station, a come and go in uh, in Boone. Yeah. And this, I know this didn't happen, but I know a guy who worked at a gas station in a small town that had two gas stations and he worked at one and at the other one, when they were drunk, they'd go in there and just steal all their fucking sandwiches yeah. and eat them in the store, microwave them, eat them in the store and then go up and buy like one drink and walk out. 
underrated too. Wonderful. uh, Come and go is good about it. Is the nachos. Oh yeah, yeah. Nachos are the nachos get fucked up when you work there though, because you see how you see how the nacho the cheese is made. Oh yeah. It's really gross. But to this I okay, so you picture the cheese dispenser that's Mm -hmm. black and the lid pops off. If it's not that cheese dispenser, if it's a different design, even if it's all the same inside and the cheese is just as gross inside, I'll eat it. But if it's the same one that I used to take apart all the time, I won't get cheese from there. Yeah. Were you with us when I got the hard-boiled eggs and everybody went off on me? Uh Uh-huh. But I've had gas station hard-boiled eggs once. Yeah. We were on, I was with Gideon and we were going somewhere and boy, he really let me have it. Like I was a moron for getting the gas station hard-boiled egg. I needed protein. They're weird though. Yeah. I had the 7-Eleven hard-boiled eggs once and I was like, no, I'm just going to have to hunt down a food cart from now on. Yeah. I ate one once and it was like pickle. It tasted like it was pickled. And I was like, oh, it must be like brined or something in pickle juice or something. And then I read the packaging and it wasn't. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I always like getting like the bomb ass, the bomb burrito. Yeah. Just a bang for mm -hmm. your buck. You know, I was never a burrito, never been a fast a, a microwave a mic- burrito guy. Uh, gas station burrito boy. Never liked burritos because I didn't trust also, them. You know what I like, though? Remember, uh, I, I was a hot lunch kid forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah but every yeah, once in a while, we would be like going on a field trip. Yeah. Or like something happened to where like we had to get a cold lunch. Yeah. Or traveling. Yeah. You go so, to a field trip. Yeah. So your mom would like swing by the gas station on the way to work. Yeah. I mean, on the way to school and you'd get to fucking build a sack lunch from that where you get yeah. like a lunchable and you know those bag of chips that are too big for one serving but you're still mm-hmm. going to eat them all in one shot or every once fucking, in like, a while on this show we just like get in a cycle <laughs> and we just have a full conversation that we've had on the show two or three other times mm-hmm. but it's still it's like we gotta have it's fresh it. baby we gotta yeah. have it because yeah. we're here and we're in it hey. It fucking says we talk about snacks in the That's fucking right. description That's of right. this show. So if we have a fucking top of the show aside where we start start talking about fucking big ass snacks. You got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Beef your big, sticks. Big your, fan. Did your big ass ever leak? That's uh, <laughs> a call back to something before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, though. Now, when I think of Quick Trip, especially, I'm a big slushy head. And Quick Trip had the best slushies. You slushy guy? Never been a slushy guy. Wow. You thinking about it? I'm a cheapo. Uh, so like beverage. Yeah. Fun. I it's kind of like where I cut it off. You know. Mm. I'm too cheap. You just so. drink. What do you get? Just ice water. Well, you, you go with a fountain. fountain. Can I get water. some more? Can I get some warm water, I, please? Man, I love a gas station fountain Mountain Dew. Oh my gosh, somebody there's there not a better Mountain Dew than Fountain Mountain Dew. There was a great tweet going around yesterday that's like the reason McDonald's Sprite is so good is because they milk it right from the creature. Yeah. I know, but like, yeah. Right uh, for from some the reason, a, a McDonald's Sprite is really good. It's um, different. I so when I worked at the Blockbuster in Council Bluffs, we had a quick mm-hmm. trip directly across the street. Oh, yeah. And this was like 2004 or five. And at the time, Quick Trip had like a whole their campaign was like slushy recipes. And so you would get a little book and it would, the idea was like, uh, yeah, mix these three. And then you could check off when you did it. Corporate. I'm going to figure out my own fantasy. Well, in all fairness. Yes. But I also found some really good recipes in there and figured it out. But, um, I mean, I've had, I still love slushies. There's that's a little booze in one of those slushies. 
once or twice in college, but I, I like a slushy straight up, you know, what Wait, I did like, if you want to talk about that, I used what to do like, you like, what do you lean cherry, uh, Coke, uh, blueberry. I'm all over the map. I like any of them except for, I don't like a sour apple slushy, but other than that, I'll, I take whatever, what I'll, whatever they'll give me. I mm-hmm. like a white slushy a lot of times. Cause it's usually like a you, really cool berry you know or, what, a, you know, what's always know? a great thing to figure out hmm. refills, baby. I know you you're living. Oh, yeah. I know they aren't as uh big of a thing in New York. Cause you're never going to carry around a fucking cup or a thermos all the yeah. time, even though you should. You I should just have a fucking thermos so you can run into 7-Eleven and top that guy off yeah. for a fraction of the price. But brother, man. Being a brother? Yeah. There's a lot of good gas station coffee out here, man. And yeah. I can get my thermos, my nostalgic front thermos, filled up for 99 cents. Some of the times, they don't even fucking charge me. Nope. When I'll walk up with a refill thermos and be like, uh, yeah. hey, and they're like, uh, hey, are you paying cash or credit? And then, then when I say credit, they're like, yeah, it's free. Get the fuck out of here. Do you go to the same gas station every day now? No. Do, I'm, do you have a gas station yet? Well, I no, because I work construction. Yeah. Number so one, my house, much? I'm, I'm in a slight gas station desert. Yeah. There's not a good gas station by me. Sure. Uh, immediately. And since I work construction and I go all these different directions, you know, but who knows, you know, it, it could be any gas station, which okay. I like. Yeah. I like that. I like routine. That's why I'm really excited. We're moving next this week, but we're, oh, mo- we're staying in the same ca- coffee shops by you. We're staying in the same neighborhood. We're moving half a block away. So like all, everything is staying all the stuff we like. Um, but I, I like that routine. And when I worked at the gas station, I liked my regulars and all the time I would give them free coffees constantly and stuff like that. And, and I would also charge the people I didn't like. Yeah. I, I would charge cops when they weren't in uniform. Hell yeah. And I loved it. It was a great part of my day. And they would get so pissed off at me. Yeah. Um, fuck, fuck the police. Yeah. Uh, that cop from the Chiefs game? No, I did not. What happened? Oh, he was just some off-duty Chief fan that uh, when he was, people were yelling at him for being a dick. So then he pulled out his card and was like, I'm a fucking oh. cop. I get an excuse to be a dick. Goddamn fucking eat shit, cop. Um, and I was like total chief fan. Let's. I want to change before we get out of the top of the show. I want to change. Yeah, yeah. Gears get that fucking shirt off, you dork. <laughs> I want to change gears a little bit because I want to tell you about a thing. Uh, 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 uh I feel like a monumental moment in mm. our lives happened. Not mm. necessarily you, but uh, your uh, lovely wife Danielle. Yeah. Right. I've known her what five years now, probably. Yeah. And uh, off and on, you know. Uh, you know, because you guys would break. Just got accepted into uh, Drake's grad school. Congratulations on that. That's oh, yeah. wonderful. But here's the thing: I, first time ever that I that I know of. Danielle, your wife showed up in a dream I had the other night. Whoa! And I feel like that. Did you guys build a go kart? No, that. <laughs> I feel like that's real friendship when somebody starts yeah. in your dream. No, my dream was, I went back to Des Moines, but you were on the road doing a show, and I got to stay at your guys' house. Yeah. And when I got there, so we were hanging out there, I found out that the house you guys had bought in Des Moines was my old house in Omaha. Like, you know, as time doesn't really, location didn't really work. But uh, so it was a lot of like her walking around and showing me like all this stuff they did and me being like, oh my God, this is where we used to have this room. And now you guys have this. And it was yeah. really cool. And then Stacy and I went to go take a shower or something. And the water was leaking in the closet. And I'm like, hey, Danielle, the water still leaks in the closet. And she's like, some things never change. And then the dream right. went on somewhere else. But it was one of those things. I'm like, I, I feel like that's a big moment when people start getting into your dreams, you know? Yeah, so, man. 
congratulations to her on grad school and on making it into uh, a dream that did later become a nightmare while I was naked on a bus for some reason. Trending. Topics that are trending. Trending topics. As the topics go along, they're trending into the next segment for the shows we like. What is that? What is that song? Oh, these are topics and they trend. This is a segment that'll never end. And I wonder. Are you a really bad wanderer? Oh, I thought you were writing that. That was good. No. Um, trending topics. Now, of course, today we might as well talk a little bit about this. The book. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, the um, booger. What do you think? Man, I fucking like sand people. I do too. I like tattooing. It, I don't, you don't have to even fucking go anywhere, dude. I don't know. Yeah. Just anytime you're dealing with the fucking first act of the New Hope era yeah. type shit, just, I, and sand people are cooler. Now yeah. we got this fucking, other sand per like it was just fucking cool i don't care i do too i mean i'm a, i'm a mark for fucking some, tattooing some of the criticism of it i i agree with a little bit like i think the story structure is weird i think the first two episodes should have been dropped at once because the first episode didn't really sum any like didn't have any resolution that we do now have but i yeah. still like there's a lot of questions out there that i agree with like why does he want to be this like i know we'll see that in the 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 flashbacks or stuff but it almost feels like they try to take two seasons and combine them in one. Like they shouldn't do flashback. We should have just seen him get out of this Arlek pit and go, and then seen the next part, you know? Okay. Um, but I do enjoy it a lot. I love the acting. Well, I love the storylines. We saw Mandalorian. So we you already know he's doing that. Well, we but don't we don't know, know why... the background. My thing it's is like it's, lost. So fuck off. I like it. It is like lost. I don't dislike it. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm yeah, we're gonna find out why Kate killed her fuck while she's on the run from the law eventually. Um I uh <laughs> I saw more importantly, grade. did you see that little uh featurette for Obi-Wan? Oh no, wait, it, no, wait, what? No. no, no, tell me about it. It's just one minute of, maybe I did then uh, of uh you and McGregor talking about how great oh. it is to be doing the show and how great it is to be doing sword fights with uh with fucking, Hayden. Uh, yeah Hayden i think Christensen i think that, again. that came out a while ago i think we talked about that a while ago oh well all right well fuck me then whatever well no it, what it was it was probably trendy, you know? it was probably one of those times where i was like just pretend and you're like yeah it was great <laughs> you know well the first time they posted it to fucking disney plus and i thought it was me oh so, okay yeah because it was on youtube before uh that's awesome though i youtube I'm, yeah youtube all right um, yeah, I'm really stoked for uh, where it goes. Uh, I've been trying to uh, read a lot this year, and I'm not good audiobooks at that. Audiobooks or? Yeah, or audiobooks. Paper books, okay. Audiobooks, and I am, I have too much, like, I don't know if it's ADD or what. I get bored too easy. It's why I'm watching, you know, Survivor and uh, yeah. the 66 Batman series and, like, a Netflix series. It's why I'm watching all these different things at once. So here's what I've been t- doing. I'm reading like four books at once now. So I'll listen to like when I'm at work, I'll listen to like an hour or two of one book and then I'll switch yeah. on a different book. And then when I'm at night, when I go to bed, I'll switch on a third book. And that's been fun so far, but I'm listening to right now, the empire strikes back from a different, from a certain point of view book. Yeah. I talked before about how good the uh, new hope one is. This yeah. one's just as fucking good. And good. do you, do you remember me telling you the story about how in the a new hope one, 
they humanize the 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 monster in the yeah trash compactor. Yep. This one tells a sim uh, like it tells us the story of the uh, wampa that Luke cuts his arm off. Uh huh. And it is fucking um, gorgeous. Like I cried twice. It's like a twenty five minute story. Oh, I so cried now every twice. Now every time he dies, it's just like womp womp wampa. <laughs> it tells I without giving too much away. Basically, he that wampa. Is that what they're called? What's the yeah. official term? Yeah, wampa stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived in the caves with his family, with his clan, that they ended up turning into the rebel base there. So he went to return home and was like, what the fuck? Where's my family? And we don't know, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's really good. And also, I want to say we got to go back to Book of Boba Fett real quick. The big giant know- fucking Wookiee? Uh, yeah, Black Clan, Black K. Uh, yeah. I, I want to say Black Klansman, but that's not it. It's like Black Carnassian. He's in the fucking books. He's in the Dr. Afra comic, and I love oh, him. Oh, is he? Dr. Afra's like... I the- saw a Dr. Afra comic at the antique store yesterday. Dr. Afra is my favorite series out of the comics. One yeah, of them, like at least. Afra number four. Oh, that's good. She, I'm sure that's a good one. She's great. And they had her, in and the case, I would think so. I don't know. Black K, which is what they call it for short. He's a bounty hunter who used to be a gladiator. And he, um, oh, that's why he, he calls him been well known. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Bo, yes, because Boba had has interacted with him in the past. Um, but he's great because he's one of those characters that, like, sometimes he was a good guy with Afra, sometimes Afra was against him, sometimes he's working yeah. with the people. So, him coming into the universe is awesome. He's a very good character. Um, so that's cool. And then the other Boy, thing that looks I thought, badass, the he passes huts, the eyeball test. The two huts are cool. Yeah, uh, that's really fun. And because yeah, you can draw the other uh, team off sides with two huts. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jabba the Hike. You ever meet that guy? <laughs> right. Uh, 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 Jabba the Silent Audible. Oh, yeah. Jabba the. Jabba the. Jabba. Well, what about what about Jabba the Omaha? Yeah, I almost said Omaha. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then one of the coolest things about this episode, which I saw, I didn't know this until I watched like the recap stuff, but like the couple. Okay. So, you know, when those bad biker. Oh pieces yeah. Of shit yeah. Guys? I, I like those bikers. Those, the, the couple. They were like the perfect, like asshole bikers. If, and I, I love, I know some people whine when star Wars does something that's like real immersive. Like they're like, it ruins my immersion. Because it was like kind of like something from the real world. Yeah, like the casino and shit. Yeah, but uh, those bikers were perfect. Yeah, it was great. And but here's the thing. And also Robert Rodriguez did him really well because he's really good at shit like that. Yeah. But the couple that's in there, the tattooing couple, do you know about them? Oh, I didn't know they were tattooing. <laughs> they look pretty clean skinned to me. The couple that were in there when he's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Do you know about this? Have you heard this? No. <laughs> No. Okay, this is real. On in A New Hope, there's a deleted scene where he goes with his friends to Tashi Station, and he's Biggs is there, and then he's with a guy and a girl, and they're like, "You don't need to go. Why are you want to go to the? Who cares about what's happening out there?" And Biggs is like, "Well, I'm going." And they're like looking through binoculars at like a space battle in the sky. That's them. So it's kind of like they found two characters from a deleted scene from A New Hope. Yeah. And then this is them 30 years later, still just not part of the revolution, not part of the rebellion, not part of the empire, just living on, you know, 
and but it's not spelled out they don't have like lines or whatever so it's just like the kind of perfect fan service you know yeah and i i thought that was really cool you know because mm-hmm. ever since like the first vhs's came out and you saw those i need a scenes, fan I was service like, Tell me more. my mine's only got one adjustable speed if you don't have a good fan base you should not even try to build a swamp boat okay because that fucker's <laughs> gonna sink <laughs> uh but yeah so that's i'm sorry to go back to book of boba yeah. i just forgot so, about that so what, what else do we got trending we got uh the uh, melvin gordon fucking fumbling the ball inside the 15 yard line i'm sure you loved that loved it. stupid Kansas, moment i really was hoping that uh the texans would finish off that upset uh today the one that they never had the lead in no but they were lost by three oh. points oh did they <laughs> yeah man 28 the the raiders almost fucking clenched today at pittsburgh uh they kept getting lucky yeah yeah i really wanted that too i wanted the ravens to win but it just sucks for them to go out six and oh but in all fairness i'm they weren't six and oh they lost their week week one to the raiders no 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 i'm saying they lost their last six oh yeah yeah the 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 ravens have lost their last six now that Um, is so raven though It just, it, I'm glad the Ravens are not in the playoffs because I think they're a scary team, but it does suck because I do not like Ben Roethlisberger. I do not like, I wanted to watch him go out in failure and maybe well, he still will. If, if the Raiders win, Roethlisberger's out. That's what I thought, right? But what if the Chargers yeah. win? If the Chargers win, Roethlisberger's in. Oh no, that means I got to root for the Raiders. It means you just have to root against the Chargers. It's easy. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, just like I wasn't rooting for the Broncos last night. Sure. Um, Vic Vangio got fired. Yeah, it's too bad. I think so too. I uh, really the- miss. I'm really gonna miss him giving games away to the Raiders. There's a. Uh, he's uh, really yeah. bad. Like, come on, dude. Come on, bro. Did, did you see the numbers that the uh, Kansas City's win probability went from seventy to eighty four when he kicked the fucking field goal yeah. late in the fourth quarter? Yeah. It's like why. You're going to need – it was – yeah. And that's the type of shit he's done for yeah. three years, and that's why I'm sad to see him. Other than the fact that people are already saying, like, oh, he's going to be Harbaugh's defensive coordinator in Vegas next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, you think so? I don't think that's impossible. I don't think he's going to leave Michigan, um, unless you're talking about the other Harbaugh, and I don't think he's why? leaving Baltimore. Why not? He's already beat uh, – there's a lot of rumors flying around. He's already beat Ohio State. He's never going to beat the SEC. So you know what? I don't have enough and, information. And, and you have to deal with uh when he took the job, he didn't have to deal with like uh NFPs or whatever, or whatever the money kids making money and N-N-I-L. uh transfer porter. But he's also portal shit. I love hearing you talk NFPs and transfer porter. <laughs> uh in all fairness, I I feel like I should take that back because I don't know enough. Um, if his I feel like he's got a good thing happening right now because he just won the Big Ten, but yeah, he probably could. Yeah, I think he's a good coach, and I think that it would be easier for him to be a good coach in the NFL than it is for him to be a good coach at Michigan. Um, he beat Ohio State. He got them a Big Ten championship. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, uh, there's talk that, what's his name? The uh, Texans are going to fire their coach after one year, which is also <laughs> super fucked up since he had the worst fucking deck of cards ever and oh, still yeah. managed to win a few games. Win a few games they had no business winning. Yeah. And he, uh, um, they, they played for him with a nobody. They, he got major leagued is what happened. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 He, he's uh, like, 
You might finish this up. I got some white walls to sell. David Mills is wild thing. You think? With a long neck, he's he's more he's more uh, little foot. He's got a big fat face. Davis Mills. Have you ever seen uh, Land Before Time? Boy, that uh, Sarah was. She was a Triceratops. She was a Triceratops. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing about oh yeah, so they're talking about firing him, and then they want to bring Josh McDaniels in to try to yeah. do the Patriots thing in uh, Texas again in Houston. Yeah, Black um, Black Monday is yeah. when this podcast drops. A lot of people going to be fucking fired. Do you think the Jags are going to hire Byron Leftwich? No, I think that because would Brian Leftwich could get a good job. Exactly. He's going to get a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And why the fuck would you want to go to Jacksonville? He made a, it's really weird. He made like a big strong statement about like how he wasn't going to interview because he thought that was disrespectful, but then yeah. he, it, he did this week. He said he was going to interview. He, so it's like, I think what? Brian Leftwich has always been overrated anyways. Like, well, first college, off, you're talking about Brian. Are you offensive. talking about Brian or are you talking about Byron? Byron. Byron Leftwich has always been overrated. Like, for instance, in college, his offensive line totally carried him. I don't know. I don't know what the joke is. Is it Leftwich? Oh, there was a play in overtime in a bowl game when he was injured and threw a play, uh, a big pass, and then his offensive line literally carried him down the field for the next play because he had an injured leg. Now, you delivered that like it was a joke. Yeah, because it was. How many of our multiple dozens of listeners do you think are familiar with a man you refer to it as Brian left, which is college career at Marshall. He was a thundering herds follow up quarterback to Chad Pennington. Oh, he are Marshall. Yeah. Chad Pennington, two time uh, return player of the year or whatever. Comeback player of the year. I like Chad Pennington. Yeah, man. Isn't he coaching somewhere? Isn't he a QB coach somewhere? He's the only quarterback not named uh, Tom Brady or Josh Allen to win the AFC East in the last 20 years. Yeah. He uh, uh, has something. Oh, no, no, no. Who was it? Who's that guy that was the Broncos QB with the mustache? Jake Plummer. Jake, Jake Plummer, the snake plumber. Jake Plummer is the, has the best is like one of only three quarterbacks that have a winning record versus Tom Brady. And he's like four and one versus him or four and two Hell versus yeah. him or something. Beat him yeah. in the playoffs too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really funny. Um, golly. But boy, I'm, uh, I was really hoping that I was looking forward to the Raider game all week. That's all I'm looking forward to. It's already happened in real life. Hopefully, uh, they won, but yeah. all week long, like I've listened to so much fucking podcasts, read everything you can. This is literally like the biggest Raider game in a very long time. Yeah, you know? I can't. I wish I could do that shit. I can't listen to. And you know what? And I'm not trying to sit. I'm not trying to do this to shit on you. Before we won the Super Bowl, I could. Yeah. But now that we've been to the top and then we've been to the top and lost, I am so anxious. Like as soon as I realized the Titans had the chance to get the number one seed, I was heartbroken all week. I couldn't listen to anything. Couldn't watch anything. Yesterday's game, I was like, well, we still, you know, we so, they got to lose the Texans. Yeah. You know, like it, it's right. So I'm so jacked. The number two team. I'm so jacked for this game. I can't wait to get this podcast over with. So I'm even closer to watching the game. Sure. And uh, but the game's and, not uh, starting. Right. I felt that us. way until Jacksonville slowly started to win that game. Yeah. And then I'm just like, oh come on, Baltimore, just win. You yeah. know how great it would be. I I could have been watching Mariota tonight at home, stress free. <sighs> That'd been fun. 
Yeah, and now we got to watch the game, game with everything on the line. But it's all right because uh, if the Raiders would have gotten in and lost, they'd mm-hmm. have wound up playing Kansas City in the first round. And, uh, yeah, I'd rather not. <laughs> Say what? Wait, hold on. Say that again. Oh, if uh, the Raiders would have clenched this afternoon and then sure. rested okay. people. I see. They'd then, have been playing Kansas City next week. Got it. Like, got it. Got it. Got it. I see. Um, you know, I maybe, love, maybe maybe we'll leave it up to somebody else to beat Kansas. I City. love that the Colts got knocked out. Uh, oh, they were talking so much shit on uh, Hard Knocks. Too. Hard Knocks is crazy. It, it yeah. for a terrible series. I think I said this on here. Hard Knocks is so bad compared to Kansas City has a maybe Oakland ha- or the the Raiders have it too. Kansas City have their own version of that on their YouTube channel. That is so much better than Hard Knocks. So much better produced, more interesting, well done. And Hard Knocks is so bad. But now in retro, especially this Colts season, and then especially with the fact that they didn't make the playoffs makes it yeah. so much. That is the only they, reason it's good now. And well, they beat what? The Patriots, the Cardinals, and somebody else good that I'm forgetting. Yeah. Oh, and they beat the crap out of the Bills. Yep. Like they had this month that had like everybody on their nuts. And then... Like the Raiders were going to get their ass kicked. Yeah. The Raiders punched them in the jaw. They didn't do anything. And Jacksonville did the same. And it's really funny, too, because now everybody, I was checking out their subreddit. They're all losing their shit because they're like, so we didn't make the playoffs. Uh, we have to give Philadelphia a first round pick. And uh, Carson Wentz fucking sucks. Yeah. Wentz sucks. And that's good to see because, you know, fuck that dude. He's a douche. And. Uh, they're so fucking religious. Where's your God yeah. now, dude? Yeah. Like, it's such a shame because I really like Jonathan Taylor. Do you think he's going to still have the shot at MVP? Fuck no. No. If you don't make not, the playoffs, how can not you do making, it? They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And like, he didn't break any records. Well, but he is so, he was such a, a good player this season for that. Team. Yeah. I mean, he might win offensive player of the he year. He could do that. Gonna, yeah. He's not going to win fucking MVP. That's a, you got to have like a running back year for the ages mm-hmm. and have down years from quarterbacks to like uh, Adrian Peterson, when he came back from a torn ACL yeah. and ran for over 2000 yards. Let me ask you, can the, is, you know, the stuff off the top of your head, can the dolphins they're eliminated. No. That's the only, what a shame. Yeah. What After having that massive run, the only spots that are open, if I'm right, is uh, San Francisco needs to lose and the saints need to win. So hopefully the Saints don't win because I could I'd rather not see Taysom Hill in the playoffs yeah. because that he fucking sucks. And then uh so that's it in the NFC. Everything else is clear. You're right. Yep, I'm looking right now, except for and your guys' game. AFC um, pretty much comes down to Raiders, Chargers, Steelers. And uh one of the a lot of people's favorite scenarios on Twitter this mm-hmm. pa- and Reddit this past week is in play. Uh because if the Raiders and the Chargers both tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both get in. They both get in. So in yeah. theory, if both teams just had a gentleman's agreement yeah. to come out and kneel out the game, they would both go to the playoffs. And it would be fucking awesome, but both teams say they won't. Oh, hell no. Number one, like like I said, if the Raiders kneel it out, they, number one, lose their three-game win momentum. And they have and to take then, on the And then they have to go to Arrowhead. Yeah. Where I was at Arrowhead a month ago, by the way. Well, for a couple minutes. For a couple minutes until the Raiders are down 35 to nothing. Yeah. But uh, that's, I, I think it's crazy too. This would be the first, if they get in, 
your Raiders, this will be the first Derek Carr playoff. Yeah. Because he broke this his leg only the last second time. winning season in 19 years yeah. for the Raiders. Tying the Browns for the least in the NFL over that time period. That's wild. I didn't realize today that the I was watching like the scores for the Browns Bengals game and I was like, wow, Browns are doing okay with case or whatever. But and then I realized that you had your Bengals oranges were, mixed around. Well, no, Bengals were just playing all their backups also. Yeah, they were playing with their food. That. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Um uh I'm trying to see the there's one thing. So how does the NFC work? So if the 49ers win, they're in, and if the Saints win, they're in. If the Saints win and the 49ers lose, they're in. Yep. Now okay. that should be it for that. And according to the scores, 49ers are down 17 to three and a half. And Saints are up 14 Saints to six. Are up 14 to six with the second. Uh, yep. Yeah. But by the time you guys listen to this Monday morning, you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. Or you won't because you're not football fans. And this part of the show really drags yeah. for you. <laughs> right. Did you? Let me ask you one more thing. Did you win any of your fantasy leagues? No. Ah, oh, crud. No. Uh, I had three teams that were all probable winners in mm-hmm. the semifinals lose on Sunday and Monday night last week. Yeah. The, well, I, in our horse shit league, I go to the finals yeah. against Gideon. I play AB who uh, retires halfway through the game. Uh, and then I get my ass. I would have got beat no matter what, but and I, so I get second place. I don't get no fucking money. You get money. You didn't even make the championship, but you yeah, get the, money. Well, I was a regular season champ, dude. That's that's insurance. So when people like do the good work and outscore the rest of the league by like 200 fucking points and go 12 and two, they don't get shafted by one fucking bullshit ass Miami game. I told Michael good to shove it up his asshole. That's what I told him. I told him to take his phone, open the ESPN app and then shove it up his butt. The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Haas, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy, it's time. Nice. We're talking about it. Uh Uh-huh. Did we have, we should have opened with the music. Nah, I don't don't want to do no editing, man. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. I think we've pitched this guy around. Yeah. Full disclosure. Uh, we did no preparation for this episode other than uh, enjoying this TV series for the last 15 years. Yeah. And we've both been listening to the podcast about the yeah. series. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which really helps at the, uh, at this time period. But what's uh, your, uh, what's I feel your... pretty confident about our ability to deliver a quality episode to our listeners today. And I would never make a, a prediction like that because proclamation. Yeah, I would never do that. Okay. All I right. Respect our listeners too much to say, hey, you're going to love this in case, <laughs> you know. Oh, my background? 
Yeah, what's your background with the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I mean, not to, not to be that guy. Maybe I should go put on my uh, thick frame glasses. Uh, but I've been watching since the first season. Yeah. FX. Yeah, I've been I've I was DVR in the first season from Go. Yeah. I okay, so, so here's it's been one of my like shows forever. Yeah. You know, I got DVDs of the first three seasons. You know, was back it, when was it's always sunny? I now okay, I never hear anybody talk about this. Wasn't it a competition? Wasn't there some sort of a competition that they entered their pilot in that won it? I don't Maybe. think so. They they probably would have mentioned that. I know that's what I would have thought. I and thought that I don't was remember like, ever hearing that. I just remember it was really weird that they even got an opportunity to make the show. Basically, yeah. is what it sounds like. But it was also, to be fair, FX. Yeah. Which uh, that that was uh, FX was doing a lot of shit back then too. I mean FX. Yeah. Man, you got to give it up to FX for yeah, all the FX different good all the different TV shows that they've taken chances on through the years. Like really weird ones too. Like if this doesn't get made, you don't get like Wilfred or the fucking League or yep. Archer. Yeah. Because those are all pretty fucking weird shows right there. The the I feel like the first big FX show. Well, it looks okay. So I didn't know this. I'm looking at Wikipedia right. Burn now. Notice, Rescue Me. No, One there was some. There was some in the '90s that we've never heard of. Baseball Minnesota, Bobcat's oh. big ass show, a Bobcat's Golf show. Er, like early FX when it was always taking place in that studio, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of. Uh, they did they do dinner in a movie? They did a lot of these weird in studio shows. Yeah, that I can remember for like OG FX. Do you remember? Maybe I'm mixing up networks, but I thought the the what was the weird um. God damn it. What was the weird son of the beach? I thought that was FX, oh, but I'm not yeah. seeing it. I think that might have been TNT. Maybe it was TNT. Okay. Son so, of the beach. I thought presented by Howard Stern. <laughs> so whatever I'm looking at doesn't have Shield included, even though the Shield was definitely one of the first big FX shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know when it started. But you're right. Yeah. Like um, it's always sunny. It was 05, first K- August 4th, 2005. Um I don't think I watched the beginning, the first um, season, yeah. simply because that was when I was in college and I was drunk. You know, I yeah. was too like, fucking drunk. This was when I had DVR and I was like, uh, you know, working fucking pizza mm-hmm. and do you know, and fucking off. So watching a lot of TV, smoking a lot of weed. Yeah, it was, it was like that and Trailer Park Boys at around the same time were like two underground like comedy series that i was just like nobody else was watching and i was like you gotta check this shit out so like that first season of uh sunny i watched Mm -hmm. the shit out of because it'd be one of those a buddy would come over and i'd fucking throw it on the dvr yeah you know that's funny i guess i remember this is weird i found you wouldn't think this but i knew about trailer park boys before i knew about sunny I found Trailer Park Boys. I know because what I how I have to think about this time is I think about where I watched it, and yeah. at this at my apartment at Fieldstone in in Ames, I watched Trailer Park Boys. That's a good way to remember stuff. And then I watched It's Always Sunny at Trip Street in Ames, which was my next apartment. Yeah. Um. And so I probably got into It's Always Sunny. I also because wow. I had a I had a computer that you had must have a, been a uh, super early Trailer Park Boy boy too. Yes. Because uh. Uh, I, I wound up finding the first season was on BBC America at like oh, two yeah. in the morning. 
Yeah, my parents would have that. Years before it came out to uh, be on the 101. Because uh, it was like the 101 and Netflix that kind of like uh, built the Trailer Park Boy audience. And like 05 or 06, there was some like a YouTube, there was something where you could basically yeah. download the videos, but you didn't need a torrent. You could just right click and download. And I watched the first two or three seasons of Trailer Park Boys that way. I, wa- I watched them. There's the Trailer Park Boys is exactly why I signed up for Netflix. Yeah, you look like Trailer Park Boys. So I could get the DVDs sent to my house. Um, anyways, uh, I, so I remember when I got into it's always sunny was because I had a computer at my apartment at trip street and this is probably middle of 2006, late 2006. And the computer had a, it had the technology that you could plug. How are the the sidewalks? What? On trip street. Oh, uneven as hell. Uh, but you would plug in, you could plug a, uh, coaxial cable into your my my this computer right at the time and basically it was like a makeshift dvr system so i just dvr'd every comedy series i told my computer dvr all the comedy series yeah so i started bland well literally i got all that shit but then i also got that's when i watched um mission hill because it was on cartoon network all the time this is when i got into um uh the oblongs yeah there was uh there was a lot of those shows at the time period that were in syndication despite only having like 18 episodes. Yeah. There was a show in 07 called The Riches. Do you remember that one? No. That was also a FX show that I got into around the same time. That was um Mini Driver and it was about and it was Eddie Izzard and it was about a rich fam or a, a poor family. Oh, that yeah, to be yeah, a rich yeah. Family. yeah. Yep. Okay. That was really my fun. brain was all animated. But because of that, it's always sunny, just started like they re-ran them all also, in the middle of the night once. So I just ter- logged into terriers. my computer. Hold on. I just ran into my computer one day and had like the whole first season downloaded. So I binged them all because it's like six or 12 episodes or whatever. I binged them all and loved it. And then I was hooked. And then I was, like you were saying, I bought the DVDs immediately. For, season one and two came out on the same DVD. Um, and then like pretty much 2007 to 2011. If I was doing nothing, I had a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia DVD. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's just uh, the best. Pretty much like everything up until uh, Dayman. Dayman. Yeah, it's like the uh, like fermenting, you know? Yeah. Like they're in a cocoon, Yeah. basically. And then by the time fucking Charlie walks out as uh, that boy Mm -hmm. uh, from Dayman, to propose to the waitress uh that that that's when it became like unavoidably like huge like piece of uh pop culture yeah but it, uh like i remember kind of being like disappointed that danny devito got added to the cast oh really because you were like Ugh, yeah well wrecking uh, it yeah where it's kind of like oh yeah ruining this cool little underground show yeah you know little did i know that, that saved uh, it yeah yeah, yeah. And like gave it so much more to do, especially what Frank offers the uh the gang yeah. as a character in the show. Uh just the chaos that Frank's bankroll allows all of the storytelling to do. Yeah. You know? It, it's great. It is great. And I love so I have no concept about this show. I was trying to do some research for today, and I don't have any memory of when what happened. 
like the yeah hell like, no. i don't there's know not, any there's of no this... reason to no but there's number one there's no character growth yeah outside of mac like uh, max arc is interesting like yeah. there's the one season that he puts on all the weight there's the season he got ripped then he yeah. comes out and all that stuff yeah. um but other things like i don't know when anything happens and i'll watch reruns sometimes and like you'll be in the middle of a rerun and i'll be like oh this must be i do this with the simpsons too sometimes on a on tv where i'll be like oh i bet this is like season three and then they'll reference something and i'm like yeah. oh whoa this is like last year you know well, they've been on so fucking long yeah you know and so they all blur together really yeah. you know it's still just charlie mac and dennis doing stupid shit yeah um man and then i just i just right away i love charlie day i love his character i love the way they I, all played I, off yeah. each other the podcast is so fucking interesting too mm-hmm. because they're you know they're obviously not their characters no but you can see so much of their characters in them uh, especially like dennis dennis yeah. isn't like or rob howerton isn't like crazy or unhinged yeah but you could tell like his comedic persona is mm-hmm. like he like he's funniest like being like a little manic and, yeah. and crazy you know what i mean he i the something that i really love about the um the podcast sunny podcast is just hearing them. I, uh, as somebody who (sighs) wants to make television, although I have definitely passed my prime and I probably won't. And that makes me very sad. So instead I decide I still will, you know, um, I love hearing them talk about the things about how, like, well, we, we wanted to do it, but nobody wanted us to. So we did it ourselves and then they went and did it. And then sincerely, the three of them, none of them were rich kids. None of them had it handed to them. They, you can go off the fact that like Glenn was really handsome, I guess, but like it's not even like there were hot people who just got an opportunity. To, they did it all to themselves. Be fair, uh, Charlie Day, have you you've seen that the the young Charlie Day photos that roll around? Yeah, yeah. Like especially like uh, he was casted as the hot kid early, yeah. so that's fun. I just I just love the story of how they like they were like, well, we're going to try this ourselves. I love that Jimmy, whatever his name is, the guy who plays uh, um, one of the Jimmy McPoyles. Cricket? Yeah. No, oh, well, yeah. Jimmy Cricket and one of the McPoyles uh-huh. were their friends who were just making stuff also. Um, they were just grabbing a camera and doing it themselves, which is what when I was 19 and 20, what I wanted to do. And then sadly, now I'm 40 almost and I haven't. Uh, but it's like, that's what. I, I love that story and I love how it all came out and how their sensibility. And I also, one thing about the podcast I love is hearing them acknowledge, Oh, we fucked that up. That tone, oh, that is bad. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and how they've grown from it all. Um, would have liked to, I, I would have liked to, we haven't gotten to it yet, but I want to hear dirt on them getting their wives. You oh know? yeah. Like it's been one of the coolest, like side stories to the show mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. At least 10, plus fucking years yeah is that uh you know max married the d and charlie Ms. charlie's married, married the to the waitress and i think i might be wrong but i think charlie and the waitress have been were together beforehand yeah or dating because they talked about how they met once yeah i feel like they talked about how they met once because yeah, like he, and then hooked he up crushed that it night. on stage yeah doing something and then they just hooked up that night i remember that but he but but because they're in an episode of um do you remember they're in an episode of reno where they play brother and sister who fuck yep Yep. and uh yeah yeah. i remember that that was a very exciting moment 
I remember because obviously, when did that episode come out? I'm going to look it up because I remember that because obviously I had seen uh, seen that Reno 911 episode. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's but, fun um, to see. Like Charlie was an early breakout star. You know, yeah. at least that was able to get like uh, what he had uh, the big robot movie and, and yeah, the and the leg uh, uh, Pacific Rim Lego movie. Horrible, uh, bosses. horrible bosses and now he's stacked up a whole bunch of shit and then uh now it's good to see howerton with ap bio yeah uh, and that's the one thing that it surprised they're the two sh- big actor guys anyways and then like he was really great and uh did you watch the hunt no the dumb uh a24 uh surviving the game ripoff no 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 i have not watched that it's pretty fun. I it was supposed to, wasn't it. that supposed to come out right when the pandemic hit and then they held it or right when a shooting happened and then they it held happened. It? it was a shooting. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's basically uh liberals hunting uh each other fucking conservatives. Yeah. But Glenn um, Howerton's in it and he's really good. I wanna yeah, I did want to see that. Um the uh oh fuck, what was I something about Charlie Day? Oh, I remember specifically because I was obsessed with Reno 91 back then. Um, and I remember wa- going back and re-watching that episode of Reno 91 and being like, oh my God, that's Charlie and the Waitress. Yeah. But I had already seen it. I had seen it. How a great bunch was of that Caribbean Queen number from the Reno 911 QAnon special? I didn't watch it. Oh. And there is such a disconnect in my brain of what people want. I love Reno 91. I do uh-huh. not want to see them talk about Q, the thing that's poisoning our country and making fun jokes about it. You know, like that's not fair. It just feels very like it feels like uh, we're laughing at this thing like it's not a real thing. Right. You know, I, I just want them to do a uh, crossover with Mattel. Oh, that'd be fun. You know, we can get a barbecue. Yeah, that works. A barbecue. Cook up some ribs and you know, uh-huh. French fries. Um never french fries on a barbecue uh you know how so- barbie gets that figure she buys it at the toy store you know how barbie gets that figure she's a career woman yeah yeah i don't know how she gets that fucking mansion while working at mcdonald's the only man she should shun is ken that piece of shit always cheating on her with malibu stacy <laughs> right yeah but then she has four inch tall gi joe peter yeah. dinklage fucking snake eyes come over dinklage um- his peter I think it's also it's always sunny is a great show where it's I don't think it's on purpose, but it's almost written like sketches where like I rewatched recently the episode, the hundred dollar baby episode. And like yeah. every little every literally every scene works well on its own as a sketch. Yeah. And I love that is always Unhin- one of my favorite. I love I love unhinged Charlie. Me too. When he's yeah. doing the punching, I do that yeah. all the time. That's like one of my also, go-tos around the house. Any good comedy series nowadays. Uh, and it's true with like, we just watched Futurama last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here is secondary characters that you can bring back that are always funny. Yeah. Like that girl that plays Artemis yeah, is fucking hysterical every time. And there's like, she was like banging Frank and yep. they were like into the kinkiest shit ever for some series, some episodes. And that was hilarious. And she's, she's an actress that is all over because she started off as D's actress friend. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's just. She's great. Fucking, yeah, the McPoyles, uh, the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and anytime lo- Charlie tries to play smart, but yep. he's not, like any confident Charlie is the best Charlie. And when he's trying to argue law or uh, 
any of that shit. It's it's good. I love the the discussion on the podcast where they talk about like when they decided that Charlie didn't know how to read. Yeah. And they were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we really going to say that yeah. he doesn't know how to read? And how that was such a big deal. Oh. Um, anytime you write something, it's always so good. Yeah. And then the Charlie, yeah. when when Charlie and Dennis start the band together mm-hmm. and Charlie hands him the lyrics <laughs> and it's just a bunch of like symbols on a piece of fucking paper. Yeah. What is the, um, let me ask you. There's what is, also. What's the game Frank and Charlie play? Charmac Dennis. No, 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 no. When oh. they do the, they sweat night worms or whatever. Charlie Mac Dennis is. That's great, a different by game. The way, but the, uh, I don't know. It's something I can't remember, but it's something that sounds just like what my buddy uh, Shank and I used to do. The amount of inside jokes that they give Frank and Charlie mm-hmm. when they live together and just is just hysterical. Like yeah. their relationship when they give make them more like domestic. When they have to eat know, the cat the food and they're cooking the cat food and getting mad at each other. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, there's also the one where uh D has to I forget why. She has to sleep. He's like, no, you sniff the glue and eat the cat food. So you otherwise, can sleep. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise the cats, uh, the horny cats in the alley are going to keep you up all night. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. And then there's, I remember like just classic things. There's like when, when D gets stuck in the wall, chasing the cat. And oh yeah. That, oh, oh, cat in your wall. Now you're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Uh, it's, I just love the, yeah, the world they build. And, um, I don't know. I think it's a very good show. I think it's also super fucked up that it's never got an Emmy. Uh, yeah. It's so in like it literally, they must have done something. Number one, reward shows fucking suck balls. So who cares? But they, they must just, they have just like, had the Grammys happen recently. And it's just a, the Grammys are the biggest reminder that award shows are trash. At least like people have fun with the Oscars. Yeah. Nobody cares about the Grammys and all they do is come around and like meme themselves for how they yeah. get it wrong every year. Like at least, at least people enjoy an Oscar party. Yeah. You know, but I just think it's insane. Like, okay. It hasn't even been nominated for best comedy series. Yeah. There's some things since it's been on the air that have been nominated for best comedy series. Okay. Uh, Desperate housewives. All right. Uh, Two and a half men, of course, had its huge run, even though it was never that good. Uh, Ugly Betty, which is a good show deserves to be nominated. But yeah. why would they take a risk on it and not the other 30 rock won all these years? And I'll give you 30 rock is a classic, amazing, wonderful comedy series. But yeah, um, but status wise, it's no higher than fucking weed season four. Now, do you think weed season no. four is weeds, a better comedy weeds series by season two is like meandering? Yeah, but like but after two seasons of weeds and I enjoyed it. Yeah, but like it. It, it loses all of its credibility with just how weird it's getting. I think by then she's doing an underground tunnel. Yeah. And uh, like, Mexico. come on. You're telling me 2020 in 2010, Nurse Jackie was funnier, was a better comedy series than It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. what in the fuck? And then, of course, the Big Bang Theory starts cleaning up and Modern Family. Modern Family is not terrible, but it's not a great series. I don't know. Ugh. It's pretty, it's pretty damn good. I'm fine with not liking it. And then like orange is the new black. It's just like, it really feels like, I don't know what they did. I don't know what did it. And it feels like, cause FX gets other stuff. Louie was being nominated, you know? And so like, it <laughs> yeah, must- we forgot to mention Louie and mm. uh, boy, Louie, 
Louis, uh, like first couple seasons or so. Yeah, Sisyphus. Like, like it was a really good TV. Yeah, it, and also, did you ever watch that other show that he did? But now he's just, he was already like gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, like. I can't, I'll, like, I'll never go back on him. I'll never, yeah, and I exactly. never loved him anyway, so it's easier for me to say that. But like, I'll never rewatch Louis. I'll never, yeah. you know. He's always, like, now him yelling at his daughters, like, uh, anyways. Yeah, it's just scummy. It's scummy. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, but anyways, all these shows, none of these shows. Uh, Master of all None is fine, but Jesus Christ, these shows are not good enough to be the Kaminsky method, right? Yeah. I've never then, even, yeah, exactly. Why does it get certain things right? Why is what we do in the shadows nominated? Why is Pin 15 nominated? Why did they get Cobra? Con- like, why are these good shows nominated? And then they never, so literally Charlie Day, Glenn Howerton, and Rob McAllenary, or whatever the fuck his name is, they must have pissed off the Emmys because other FX shows get nominated. The Mick got nominated, that other show that D was on, like, it's, they don't get any of them. It's insane. Yeah. And now Beautiful Joe's. Did you watch the most recent season of It's Always Sunny? Yeah. yeah. When Charlie has his like moment about his dad and everything and has that uh-huh. like actual acting moment, you're like, this is believable. I love this. The way Dennis turns out on this season. Oh, my God. When he's yeah. like ready to scald that guy. <laughs> it's so good. Ugh. I just don't understand it. And I, and I, I understand award shows are bullshit, but it's like, why are you trying that? Why try to make it awesome? And I've said it before, like some of their more recent seasons have been ridiculously good. Yeah, they never felt like up. they should never be as good as they are. I honestly, I saw some criticism of this one episode, so I watched it and I didn't love oh, the yeah. skating rink episode this season. Sure. I thought it was weird, but also I still loved the entirety of the Irish, all those Irish episodes. Absolutely. And I love the the insaneness of the waitress just all of a sudden Man, being there. I don't care. It's fun having fucking uh, uh, Mac running around selling drugs in a fucking yeah. Charlotte Hornets jersey. Yeah. You know, if that's the low point, I'll take yeah. it. Mac, I mean, Charlie Mac's walking are- over to the drug dealers while wearing roller skates. Come on. Um, speaking of, uh, 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 roller skates, we watched this week, uh, the finale, the last season of search party. Have you ever Uh watched search party yet? No, don't Google anything. Don't think I ever will. It's so good, dude. It's such an interesting series. And I've never seen a series that like, if you were to watch episode two of season one and you watch episode two or episode five of season five. Such an insane show. Great payoffs. Great acting. Every comedian person is in it. And that might get a little frustrating because a lot of people we know Ooh, are in it. Really? But um, like Julio gets murdered in an episode in the new season. Whoa. He's in one scene and the next scene he's murdered. It's like really good. Um, I don't know. It's just a very good show. And so well, skated, roller skate. You got your top six episodes ready? I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> Damn it. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I just knew I would uh, freak you out. Yeah, no, I, I don't. That. I will see here. Let's do this. Uh, I'll Google best episodes. Yeah, of... we'll, we'll we'll talk about them a little bit. We'll fill this fucker out, you know, give yeah. some of these, uh, you know, there's people who actually hook us up on Patreon. This is according to Vulture. Don't bring it up. Don't bring oh, up that they pay because then they're going to be like, what? Yeah, I do. Fuck that. 
They're basically they're not even having a conversation because they don't care about this. Okay, best episodes of It's Always Sunny. This is based off of Vulture, uh, 17 essential episodes Uh by Rachel Simon from November of this year. They're going to pick this carcass clean with this article. Charlie gets crippled. Season two, episode one. Uh, oh yeah, the whole there there's like a wheelchair race. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of funny bits about uh, you know the disabled in there. Oh weird, and Tiffany Haddish is in it apparently as like yeah. a cameo. And Charlie's running around with a uh, he's in the fucking Vietnam vet. <laughs> like, yeah, the uh, God damn what's it called? Uh, Born on the Fourth of July. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. It's that outfit. Um, you know, that's the guy that, uh, changed Springsteen, not that changed him, but like Springsteen met that guy. Oh, I figured it was his mom that changed him. The guy that, um, born on the 4th of July is about Ray something. He was a Vietnam vet who came back very Uh anti-war and Bruce Springsteen randomly met him at like a VA hospital. And that's where all of his, like basically anti-war and pro VA stuff came from. Um, Okay, Dennis and Dee go on welfare, which is a classic episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, I loved in the podcast. Uh, how them much talking for about, one crack? I loved them talking on the podcast about how, like, they were like, should we do this? And they're like, well, just last week we got them hooked on crack. So, yeah, I think we yeah. can do whatever we want, you know? Um, episode, season three, episode nine, Sweet D's dating a R-word person. Uh, <laughs> wow, Vulture's that, getting edgy. That, that whole scene where she's starting to believe it yeah and he's like laughing and eating he's watching cartoons and laughing and eating popcorn the way it's shot is just so fucking perfect yeah uh, uh, and God. then of course he's not <laughs> one of the best things and maybe this episode will come up in this list but in the hundred dollar baby i will i will go back and rewatch this on youtube all the time but when d's looking for her steroids at the bar and charlie's just sitting there and he's just like I'm gonna yeah. hate him. I hate him. And then he's just like, I'm gonna <laughs> punch your face. I'm gonna punch a hole in your face. And Charlie's like, yeah. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh Sweet D has a heart attack. Uh season four, episode 10. Um, D and Dennis attempting to be healthier after she suffers a heart attack. Highly entertaining. It's the brief homage to one floor of the cuckoo's nest. Is that the episode with the fucking Rob Thomas in it? It could be. I think when they go to the insane asylum. And Sinbad. That's right. And Sinbad. Uh, And it inspired the meme that is Pepe Silvia. That's that episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pepe Silvia. Pepe Silvia. (laughs) Charlie in the fucking mailroom. Also, one of the greatest things ever. One of the best, like his whole explanation. And then Rob just being like, none of that is true. (laughs) Uh, The Nightman Cometh. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um. The gang hits the road. Is that the one where they're? Yeah. <laughs> That's where they're in the the van with the wicker and they burn it. <laughs> and they never get anywhere, right? Yeah. 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 Um. The dentist system, of course, is when he explains how he fucking is an insane. Manipulates guy. women. Yes. Yeah. Um. Max Big Break is season six, episode four. Part of Sunny's endearing appeal is that it supports the characters. Max Big Break. Some of the show's most beloved secondary characters: Rickety Cricket. Ben the soldier, the waiters get moments to shine with their appearances, serving as a welcome reminder how impressive they are with world building. The gang goes to the Jersey Shore. That one's very good. Uh, yeah. They do PCP. Uh, Still kind of. <laughs> when, when they get stuck 
on the raft with the ham. <laughs> Rum ham. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, that's really good. Uh, and then Charlie McDennis, uh, the, game the game of, of games. games. Um, somebody brought up the funny thing about that episode is that the game is called Charlie McDennis, but those aren't the teams. The teams are Charlie and you know what I mean? Like it's well, not Charlie and D and Mac and Dennis. It's Charlie and Mac and D. Well, it's and just easy, easier to say. It is. I agree, but it's just funny that that's the case. Uh, the gang gets analyzed. Uh, season that's eight, episode good. five. Is that which one's that? That's the one with uh, Kira Kenny or whatever from oh, the state. You're right. Yep. Yep. Kara yeah. Kenny. Uh, yep. And also Reno 911. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the gang dines out as season eight, episode nine. Oh, is yeah. That is, is a fucking great cruelty. one. I don't know this one. It's when they're all eating together at, separately at one restaurant. And they're like uh, trying to avoid each other and like do power plays on each other. Like, That's or, fun. yeah, it's fun. It's good. I do like too that the restaurant's called Gugino's and they said they did it because of Carla Gugino. <laughs> like they named it after. <laughs> uh, yeah. The gang misses the boat. Uh, getting together for one mission. In this fantastic half hour, Mac goes on a misguided dating quest. Frank joins a different gang. Dennis deals with his anger issues and Charlie and D do everything. From exploring deaf poetry to maybe probably definitely fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mac and Dennis move to the suburbs, which is awesome. That is so fucking good. Yeah. They're like yeah, I they're kind of missing on some of this list here. Yeah. There's they're... no Christmas. You know an underrated one is fucking uh uh country Mac oh, with yeah. uh Stifler. But yeah, when they move to the suburbs. And they just, uh, the whole joke with the macaroni and cheese mm -hmm. and how that just keeps going, it's fucking, it's great. Uh, I think Time's Up for the gang is really good. <laughs> when when D walks in and she's just like, Time's Up, Time's Up, Time's <laughs> Up, Time's Up. <laughs> um, and then Mac finds his pride. And that's the amazing finale of the uh, 13th season where he comes out to his father at the prison. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. does that amazing dance. Surprised they don't have the Christmas episode on there. Which one's that? Is that the live one? No, no, it's the one where uh, Frank buys exactly what uh, D and Dennis want, and then treats it bad. And then uh, fucking uh, Charlie finds out about all the Santos that used to bang his mom. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And Mac, it's just a really great episode. Also they like throwing rocks. Charlie's mom and, and Dennis or uh, uh, oh, Mac's mom, great characters. Yeah. When Max, they're a TV show, yeah, yeah, that is one of the best. That's one of those later season episodes. Yeah, where that's like, fantastic. Holy fuck, what are they? They are next level. But when they start watching them as a TV series, they mm -hmm. set the cameras up and like I also start trying love to manipulate their lives by like adding characters to it. It's fucking amazing. Really great and still going strong. I think it's got another two seasons at least. Uh, one thing from the podcast that I think is so weird is that they talk about Mythical Quest a few times, uh, Max other show, which yeah. Charlie produces, so maybe that's why. But they never really talk about Pin 15 when Pin 15 is awesome and a really great show with great... And I just wonder why. Like did, Maybe because when they started doing it, maybe he knew it was going to be canceled and he didn't want to, you know... I don't know. Maybe it's like heart. Are they involved with Pen 15? Only him starring in it, but Pin Fifteen is fucking Who one of the best it? shows. It's Glenn. Glenn Howerton oh. plays the teacher. Not Pin Fifteen. I'm stupid. I'm not talking about Pin Fifteen. I'm talking about AP Bio. 
Okay. Sorry, I mixed the titles up. Ugh, uh-huh. God, all that sentence is useless. AP Bio, they never talk about that. And I think that's really surprising. Yeah. Because it's really good. He only mentions uh-huh. it once because- More like uh, one AP woman. Good Bio, that shit's canceled. That's right. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, goodbye. I got it. Um, but yeah, fucking very, very good. Um, I don't know, man. Frank coming out of the couch kicks ass. <laughs> uh, I love when they yeah. go, when they crash the car. The McPoyles are genius. Charlie work is like one of the greatest episodes. How is that not on there? Yeah. The Charlie work episodes, like the most also beloved the Charlie episode dream episode is pretty great. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where they, uh, recreate all of his dream fucking paintings. I want to know what happened. When did, how, what happened with, I'm looking at photos from like when the show started to the show now. Dennis changed. Was it him getting really fat and then losing all the weight? Do you think that wrecked his face? Because he looks Mac? Mac. Yeah. Mac looks so different now. Yeah. Oh, also, he's fucking old. He had like a growth spurt, but but everybody else, like Glenn, Charlie, especially. Charlie looks exactly the same as he did in season one. Yeah. But Dennis, if you look at season one, he looks so different. It's very weird. God, I love I, I love him. Yeah. Uh, this was a pretty good one for shitting it out. Sure. Look at him. Look at look at Mac there. You see that? Uh huh. And then like, look at him right, uh, like well in that one of course, but like even there, he looks old. He looks. I mean, he is old, but like he's he's aged much differently hey. than everyone else. Dick towel. Dick towel is very good. It's shotgun. <laughs> What's the blast? The shotgun. All of their stuff. Uh, crow milk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What We're, happened to your screen, man? Why is it so dark in there? Your power go out? No, the sun's been going down. You hold on, I'll turn the light on. You don't have to. No, we're almost done. It's just all of a sudden it's fucking night. It's like pitch black in there all of a sudden. Well, you know, suns do be setting. Here, turn your light back off. I'm not doing it again, man. It's all the way over there. Um, yeah, I feel like that's we're we're fine. It's always sunny. Great show. Do you think I bet you everybody that watches this show listens to it? Or everybody yes. that listens to this show watches it. I, I wish everybody that watches that show listened to this. Yeah, me too. Oh boy, that'd be great. The, um, those would be some big numbers. Birthday cake size. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I think it's a great show. One of my top, I'd say top ten, top maybe top five. Oh yeah. Sitcom. If my MySpace was still running, hundred yeah. uh, percent. Some stuff about Sunny on there. How many Cosies would you give it? Oh, five. Yeah, it's a five Cosie. I mean, it's um, one of the iconic uh, comedies of my uh, developmental uh, years, you know? And uh, here's the thing now, and I could be wrong, and maybe I, I, somebody else could see it and everything. I don't see it as ripped off or as influenced. Not that it's not influential, but, like, you see every other show's... You see The Office in every other show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hundred percent. I don't see it's always sunny in every other show uh-uh. in a way that I think is re- is good. Yeah, there's it's not so another original. Sunny. Yeah, it's it so original. Um. Well, it's because there it's it's so itself, and it's always been that way. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then I love the idea that they added uh, what's her name, Megan, Megan, not Hamram. Megan Gans, who yeah. produces their podcast, but is also, also like an executive producer and writer and like now just part of them, their core yeah. group. And Megan Gans wrote for Community and, and was and great it, on Twitter. And I love that they brought the, her in at the right time. 
It was also great the way they trolled everybody a few years ago when it oh, seemed like Dennis was going to leave was the series. Was gone for good, and they yeah. brought Mindy Kaling in and everything? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And all the incels were, like, pissed off about Mindy Kaling replacing uh, Glenn and then going yeah. woke and shit. I like the thing, too, that uh, they mentioned this on the podcast, this thing about Megan Gans, how she's, like, she came in later and, you know, like, season 12 or whatever, season 10, and at one point, Rob made a joke and everybody laughed at it, and then... It was just him and her. And she's like, it's fun to be the boss, isn't it? And Rob realized, <laughs> oh, that's not a good joke. They're laughing because I'm their boss. And yeah. how Megan called him out for it. And that made them like her more and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's a smart thing for a show to do later on. Bring in a new, young, fresh mind. Because a lot of times they don't do it. And that's why shows get really stagnant. Totally. Um, uh, so I think that's smart. Um, I don't know. Where can the listeners find you, buddy? Beamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Uh, you can see me. Uh, I probably won't be posting anything if the Raiders lose. Yeah, tonight. you'll be real sad. Yeah, but uh, they won, man. Ooh, look out, man. I'm everywhere. I'm going to be feeling pretty good when you guys are listening to this. If not, you know, you guys send me some condolences about yeah. the stupid way Derek Carr fumbled. Are you uh fumble? I thought it was going to be picks. Okay. Um, you playing Wordle? the album with lowrider on it nah there's just like a weird game called wordle that everybody online is playing right now i don't anyway it's not I, great it's just a, like words with friends type thing but just once oh, a day and... no but my barbarian uh ream core is a level 20 now in diablo 2 oh that's good yeah, you should get it it's a fun game i think you, you know what game i've been playing around i, I didn't talk about this video games because we kind of got into what did we talk about in the top fucking guyawa gas stations for fucking 25 big, big, big minutes gas station episode i think we I, did be- better and more content on gas stations than we did on sunny i've been playing claymates on snes on the switch do you ever play claymates mm-hmm. it was like oh, the, yeah. yeah yeah there was clay fighter clay fighter no there was clay fighter claymates came first it's more of like okay. a side scroller it's awesome, but it uh, it's hard. It's re- I would never have been able to play it on real Super Nintendo. Oh, like my wiener. Yeah, I play it on um, Switch, so you can like reverse. If you die, you can like back up a little bit. Um, but it's fucking awesome, and it's one of those games. It, it was a ladder SNES game, came out in '93, and it like just literally ripped off all the best things from everything else. Like, yeah. So it has all these different components that you're that, that are like. That's what we like about uh, late series. Uh... You know, platformers, yeah. video games. Um, but anyways, I've been playing. You Bucky can catch me O'Hare. playing that. You can catch me playing uh, Mario Party with my wife. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Patrick Hayes. That's P A T R S K H A E. Patrick Hayes uh, 2021. Nope. 2022. Is that what year it is? It's gonna be a good year, I think. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm moving this it. week. Excited for that. Uh, so next week, I assume we'll have an, a new episode on Sunday. We may just end up doing a rerun. I don't know. It just depends on where we're at with unpacking. Yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us $2. Give us $25,000. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. Ah. Theme song by the band Heels out of Memphis, Tennessee. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.